from here on out, everything is going to be a combination of social media posts and the things that I've seen, which is usually part of my social media posts. Um, I hope it gives you a bit of an eye on the ground of exactly what I saw and in some cases continue to see. And so it begins. The first of the two hospitals in Wuhan is almost finished. They're doing the finishing touches, working against the clock to have it done by Monday. The second hospital is scheduled to be finished on February 6th. I spent time watching the time-lapse images, as well as real-time streams of the first hospital being completed in Wuhan. I did the same with the second hospital. Then there was the convention center and other facilities being transformed into sites that could accept patients. Over the course of barely two weeks, Wuhan had thousands of beds available to take patients and to give people a chance to recover. Barely into what had become a worldwide problem, Wuhan and China were accepting the challenge head-on. This is war, a new kind of battle. The combatants were going head-to-head. -head. This was the battle that China and mankind cannot lose. The hospitals and the recovery centers were as close to a miracle as anyone could expect. One thing I know from having lived here in China is that China will do what it needs to do. If a challenge is placed in front of the people here, it will get done. Oftentimes, it's done at record speed. This was no exception. Two hospitals in less than two weeks, and they were opened on time. Challenge China, and it accepts. The challenge here was a virus, and the stakes were life and death. Nearly 3,000 people died in China at that point, mostly in Wuhan and Hubei province, but it spread throughout the country. That's why I'm living the way that I am. Guangdong province, and Shenzhen particularly, have higher totals than any province outside of Hubei. Where I am is relatively safe. But it feels good knowing that if it happened to me, I could count on the same response as anyone here. It does feel like one country moving forward together and fighting the good fight. February 3rd. Masks are almost impossible to find right now as stocks are gone and new shipments are still on the way. Products like Dettol and the like are a very low supply. I've gone out to try and find some, to no avail. I do have a supply of masks that should last me a little while, at least a couple of weeks. I have some Dettol, but still looking for more. Always good to have it on hand. I have a few packages of antiseptic wipes as well. What is it really like? When I go out, it's never without a mask, and the duration is limited to what I need to do. No leisurely walks here. That's tough for me. I like to get out and walk. I was doing 10 kilometers a day before the outbreak. I've been on the subway and it's quiet. Even as people are making their way back to the city, it's still quieter than normal. I've never seen as many apartment lights on in the evening as I stand on the balcony. Anytime I enter a public building, including my own apartment, my temperature is checked. In fact, the guards are starting to show me my temperature, which is new. There's a strange sense of satisfaction 
in knowing I'm not running a temperature. Stir craziness is starting to rear its ugly head. Getting out for the sake of getting out is sounding more appealing every day. Wanting to do something, including tasks I should be doing, gets pushed aside thanks to a lack of concentration on anything other than finding out more information on what's going on around me. I've described the scene around me as dystopian. It's as surreal as it gets. I've even found myself shaking my head in shock and disappointment when I see someone without a mask. How stupid are you? Is the thought that runs through my head. That's all because there's no one to say it to. Just the thought of sitting in a coffee shop having a coffee sounds so appealing, but it'll be a while before that happens. The border with Hong Kong effectively closes tomorrow, and it reminds me that the quarantine is virtually complete. From this side of the Great Firewall, I can only watch and hope it's over soon. Going out like a man on a mission was how I felt entering a supermarket. That was the goal. Establish a plan to get what I need and then go home. I used the word dystopian thanks to someone I respect and trust. She made me realize that it was far more appropriate than the word surreal, which is the word I had been using. There was nothing that felt remotely positive about the situation, but in one way, I could deal with it if I used manageable goals. Leaving my apartment, I checked my pockets to make sure I had everything I needed, namely keys, cards, a little bit of cash, and hand wipes. Once I was satisfied with that, I put on my mask, locked the door, and walked the barely 10 steps to the elevator. I pushed the down button using my elbow, not wanting to touch anything, and waited for it to arrive. As the door opened, I smelled the faint smell of disinfectant, stepped in and closed the door behind me. Riding down the 20 floors, I had the checklist going through my mind again, and as the door opened on the ground floor, I started to step out and the one person waiting to get on was slightly startled. I heard a gasp, she backed up, and I stepped out. Not the kind of response you want to encounter when getting off an elevator at the best of times, but far worse when you're dealing with a lot of nervous, concerned people. One response like that is enough to give someone a heart attack. That didn't happen, but it wasn't pleasant. I walked the long way to the gate as was the new normal and walked through, waiting only slightly to get my temperature checked. This was the first morning that it had happened, but it was going to rapidly become part of the routine anytime I went anywhere. Following that, I walked the 40 odd paces to the supermarket, walked down the stairs and entered the lobby of the supermarket. I got my temperature checked again. It may seem like overkill, but every public facility of any kind was doing it. Knowing that I was getting it meant that it was okay. The acceptable temperatures are below 37.3 degrees Celsius. Since then, there's been a number of times where I've asked to see the temperature, just out of curiosity. And I give a thumbs up or say thank you when I get the chance to see it for myself. I know it is a strange sense of satisfaction, but it means I'm okay. And that means everything. While walking around the supermarket, I was trying not to hurry too much in case I forgot something. There wasn't much I wanted. 
really I was looking much more at needs. I had most of the staples at home and was trying to do my best to stock up. Dettol, sanitizers, bleaches, and some wet wipes with the disinfectant, those were what I wanted. Almost all those things were still in short supply and I left almost empty-handed. Glad I don't have a tendency towards thinking out loud, otherwise the internal debate that I was having would look strange. I debated whether I should go to another supermarket or cut my losses and go home. I opted for the former and walked out to the main road to catch a taxi. One thing about the lack of people was the ease with which I could get a cab. That had never been an easy feat here in Shenzhen, but this time it was simple as waving an arm. Ninali, the driver asked, where are you going? Jalafushifu, I said to the driver, which means care for a driver. He mumbled and pulled out, turning on the meter. When I can't get what I want, then Carrefour has become the go-to supermarket for me. It doesn't have everything, but it can frequently fill the gaps without being overly expensive. Pulling up at Carrefour, I paid the driver, got out, and made my way inside. It wasn't any better there, though. I did my tour, got one or two things, and left. New plan. Patience, I thought to myself. This is going to be harder than I thought as I waved down another taxi to take me home.